Alright boys and germs, welcome to the crack pit number three. It should be probably the crack pit number five. But myself and Lee that were on crack pit number two fucked up the recording quite a few times. Um, we, we spoke for about, which we've told you already, two and a half hours. Um, and didn't record a fucking thing. <laughs> but it got us to a point of dementedness where I think some fucking gold uh, emerged. But today it's myself and Alex Changi from um, CrossFit U, or Functional U uh, in West Melbourne. And we are going to fucking shoot the shit with you today. Giddy up. Here we go. Here we go. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm just going to change some settings. Um, monitor off. Okay, we're good to go. We're good to go. So we've a um, handful. Of, go on, yeah. yeah. No, no, you you carry on. I was just going to tell you my, my story about how I missed curfew, but we'll talk about that later. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so we've listened. We've a handful of fucking topics we're going to talk about today. Um, but and it, it's all going to kind of I suppose culminate around in a big circle. But Alex, you yes. are fondling around with sandbags at the moment yes, yes. i am fondling i am fondling some sandbags yes why are you fondling sandbags at the moment um why am i oh look i i am really i guess my my reason is i'm really bored of the barbell um but i so um i think that the sandbags give you different um they just load different muscles in the body and I think when you first start CrossFit, you're very much like, I love the barbell, I want to lift as heavy as possible. And then my latest iteration is I want to be as functional as possible for real life. And I feel like the sandbags are, you know, you're not going to get a perfect handle on life. You're not going to get something that's perfectly weighted. And for me, the sandbag is that, um, that object that always changes, you know, like it's, um, and it's fun, you know, I just... Sometimes you just want to, you know, go in a park, you know. Um, oh, we got Karen this morning, by the way. We, we oh. got weighted. We got weighted. So we, we have this car park that we go to, which is just behind the house. Yeah. And um, we were sitting there. Okay, okay, I'll tell you that story, actually. Okay, so yes. we're, we're playing the sandbags behind the house, and there were three of us, totally legal, because Loz and I were together. And we're just, like, throwing it up and walking up and down this this. this like this car park and then this guy comes on and goes oh no you can't do that and like i know the guy because i'm like i live next door to to this retail store and i'll go and talk to him all the time and he goes oh no you can't you can't do that so so we're lifting we're like whatever man and we just keep going and then he comes out with a phone call with his phone he's like oh dhhs this is you know like a couple of guys walking around outside without masks on and you know throwing sandbags right right and totally legal because I think the, the sketchy thing was we were in a car park, but mm. half the businesses there weren't working anyway. We weren't really bothering them. And and then after that, I was like, okay, let's get the fuck out of here. Like, it's it's not cool. Like, I don't want to, I don't, I just can't be bothered with the drama. And then, like, we went to Eads Park, which is the park up the road. But then we thought about it for, I thought about it for a while. I was like, hold on. He picked up the phone call to DHHS and called them and was having a chat. And the last time I tried to call DHHS, I was on hold for like 40 minutes. <laughs> I was like, was he talking? Did he have like Dan Andrews' direct number? Did he like pick up the call director? I was like, fuck, that's ridiculous. So I was like, oh, we could have finished our sandbag workout and he probably still would have been on hold. But 
more power to that dude because he was like he he just played it off so well he's like yep yeah, yeah just, just there's some guys here with and i was just like i don't like trouble just, yeah <laughs> just running down through yeah. this novel with fucking sandbag just like fuck and that's real world strength, you know, when you can um, run away from run away from trouble with your sandbag. Well, that's, that's it. When you decide to rob a post office or a bank, that's practice. Just <laughs> <laughs> make sure to squeeze from the elbow so you get that pick activation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, there we go. Oh, jingling. Go uh, that's Dan interview. Andrews, is he? Contacting you. Yeah, yeah. You, you were this in your right. D- you were with this is the DHHS. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> So, I, yeah, like, listen, I get people are up in a fucking tizzy at the moment. Uh, but also the thing is, like you, we said, the, the, the Karens of the world. What's the male version of the Karen? Well, we decided that it was the Wade or the Waynes. The Waynes. I don't know. We got certain Waynes. Okay. Well, isn't it unfortunate? Like, it's just what we actually do in wrong, to be honest. Like, you were in a car park, tree, on, like, on your own, fucking around a sandbag. You know, you are you going to be at that all day? It, what if you were construction workers moving Dude. bags, moving bags of concrete? It no? was hectic. It was like this car park was empty. I'll show you. I'll put a video up later. Empty. There's no one there. Like there's at least eight slots just up the road, which is like completely empty, just sun shining. And this guy was like, he just came out the back, but they don't actually work out the back at all. So it's just. He literally just came in and was like, I don't like the fact that you guys are in our car park. I was like, all right, all right. Yeah. Wait till I tell you my fucking Karen story from the start of the lockdown. Yeah, yeah, I I think I put it up on fucking line when it actually happened. But um, I I live in Spotswood here. Just down the road from my house is a basketball court. Concrete court, basketball hoop, fucking, and down the far end, a netball hoop, the whole shebang. Um, So we got locked down. We were allowed to do outdoor personal training. So that's what I set me and my coaches up to do. But we said we'd go and, because I have this location near my house, we'll go try it out some morning. So I packed my van with a a barbell, a couple of plates and whatever. So we we, we emptied all the stuff out on this basketball court. Now, on the edge of the basketball court, not in the middle of it. Because I assumed if people came along and wanted to play basketball, there was no point in us being using the barbell in the middle of the court bit of courtesy i suppose but um anyway we're doing olympic weightlifting yes we're dropping the barbell onto concrete um and there's this well what i thought at the time was a child over maybe probably about a hundred meters maybe maybe less than a hundred meters away from us and they were jumping on the trampoline like a child's trampoline because there's a the playground right beside the basketball court and, I, and they just every sort of they'd stop and just be staring directly over at us but we passed no heed anyway it, it wasn't a child it was a, a grown adult because <laughs> they made their way Karen. over yeah fucking Karen. Karen they made their way over behind us um, and I said oh it's a woman it's a, it's a woman with glasses and short hair so whoopsie I mistaked it for a child well because obviously jumping on trampoline you know I just assumed and it was quite a distance away anyway I just say hello because there was already one guy that uh, walked past us that morning and he was like, oh, are you doing personal training? Can I get involved? So I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to do be my, more, my own marketing here. I'm just going to say hello to everyone that walks by. So I say, oh, morning, how's it going? And she said, oh, um, should you be doing that there? I'm like, uh, sorry, what? She said, yeah, you know, um, should you not be doing that on the grass? Um, 
oh you'd mean lifting the weights and dropping it on the grass I said well we could but the barbell will probably sink into the ground and it'll be very unstable under our feet and we we're doing Olympic weightlifting well I wasn't going to go into the, uh, the details but she was like oh you know what like you might break the concrete and I was like oh god oh god okay here we go and um, I was I reckon the concrete will be okay I reckon I have broken right. concrete by the way with uh, uh, yeah, I'll get to that story later but I have broken concrete with bumper plates Oh, have you? Our, our old, our old gym, eh? We were like slamming bars. You know when I used to lift real heavy, like oh yes, you know. And there was a place that I really liked snatching, and we used to always drop it on the same spot. Yes. And um, yeah, we it, it was it was a pretty shitty concrete though. Mm. And we just had a comment that apparently it's called Darren's. Oh, Darren's. Oh, okay. Darren's. <laughs> Darren's. Karen's and Darren's. Darren's. Okay. <laughs> But anyway, she then she proceeded to tell me because obviously the bar was dropping and making noise, and um, that you know it's a it's a bit noisy. And I was like, oh well, she said, you know, it's a bit noisy at this time of the day. And I'm like, well, it's eleven o'clock in the morning, and it's a it's a playground, you know. Stop so, playing your Russian hard bass, mate. It's not appropriate. Yeah, maybe <laughs> not appropriate that was at the, eleven o'clock. <laughs> Twelve o'clock, you're okay. <laughs> I was like, if if it's if people are pissed off that I'm making noise at eleven o'clock, well, I'm. I'm awfully sorry, but really and truly, they should be up and about by now. Um, and she was like, well, we've had problems here in the past. Uh, I was like, well, what? People playing basketball. <laughs> I'm like, what? All the fucking show. Them I ruffians. Was, I'm, yeah, Them ruffians. I'm like, it's a basketball court. What, like, what's the problem? Or oh, the tud. The tud of the basketball. I'm like, oh, fuck's sake, love. I didn't say now what I want, what I'm about to say, but I was like, go fuck yourself. Go fucking fuck yourself. I was like, <laughs> I was like, this is a basketball court. That's what happens on a basketball court. Oh, yes. Well, wait, wait, common wait, sense wait. is not common sense, man. There's no there's no sense in common sense, I think. Like, oh, stop. And I just proceed that, listen, we're going to be here only for another 20 minutes more, and then we're gone. Um, you know, and, and we'll be off the basketball court then, and that'll be, it'll be 20 past 11, job done. And she was like, oh, yeah, okay, all right, okay. But I was like, what the absolute fuck? Yeah, dude. I should have. I should have. Listen, you were on a, a kid's trampoline, you know, and there's a weight-bearing load of only like fucking forty kilos, and you fucking hopping up and down on it, Karen. <laughs> fucking Karen. What the oh, fuck? Oh man, my my Asian respect for old people. Like I'm just like I'm like oh, I can't I can't badmouth an old person. Yeah. But well, I this one, she wasn't even old. She was like I'd say she's in her mid forties. Yeah. But just like just Th- this is the this is my this and I was talking to laws about this before the problem currently is that no one like our country is being run by people who don't understand health and fitness and i think oh this is going to be raw like and and you you have them communicating to people in a way that they will understand so you're not really communicating to like in the same way that you try to explain to her that yeah, my bumper plates are rubber. They're probably going to be bouncing off those things. Like, you know, you could probably start talking about the the density of the concrete because I've poured concrete before and I know that there's different densities and all that kind of stuff. But you can't explain it to her. So if you're a politician and you're trying to explain fitness to her, you just be like, you just give them the basic, like you just almost pander to the stupidity. You know, so instead of saying that, you know, you could probably exercise and like eat healthy and increase your immunity by doing all these things, you just be like, don't go to the gym. <laughs> don't go to the gym it's a dangerous place and then everyone's like yeah okay. and you know you, you could probably go on to her like you know it's rubber plates it's fucking hard concrete it's bouncing off she's like no no it's gonna break yeah. it's gonna break and you're like yep okay fine whatever I'm out I'm out of here in 20 minutes bitch <laughs> and 
And that's the problem. That's the problem. We, we are like delivering these really simplistic ideas because we're real stupid. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Anyway, sorry, bitch. Sorry, bitch. I had to bring up COVID and I really wanted to talk more about that stuff, but we won't. Yeah. Oh, we can, listen, it's the, top, it's the topic on everyone's lips at the moment because there is fuck all else. If, listen, there's fuck all else to talk about. If you were back in Ireland a couple of years ago before COVID, you'd be talking about how bad the weather was, how little you've been paid, and how bad the weather was. That's, that's what the t- you go to any pub, anywhere, at any time, that is your topics of conversation. Um, now it's changed. Now people talk about COVID. So for most places around the world, it's, it's, a, it's the one topic everyone has an opinion on, for sure. Right, well, okay, you got me. So this, <laughs> is the, this, is, this is my thing. This is what I said to Loz. This is what I said to Loz. And it was, it was more that I feel like at the moment, the people that we think are like the, the mavens of health are doctors and nurses. But I don't think that's completely true because I'm going to say, and I'll put it out there and people fucking be like, unlike, 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 is that I think coaches like myself and yourself and everyone else, we get more people healthy than a fucking doctor and nurse will ever do it. But you only go to a doctor and nurse when you're fucked up and sick. So, but the problem is we're now looking at like, like, you know, like um, statewide health and all that kind of stuff. And we're being run by the chose the chief health officer and I don't know but I don't know like I know a couple of healthy look at like healthy doctors and nurses but a lot of them aren't healthy you know but so there's you know like we have more like we, I'm not saying that like they have their role I get it but we have our role as well but I think that at the moment the you know the the well-being of the state is being controlled by people who Probably, I didn't think health is the word, like unsickness, not fucked upness, you know? Like, if you're healthy, you're moving. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know if that's exactly the best definition of health, which is, I always go back to like Greer Glassman's definition of health, which is, you know, like it's a continuum. You know, you've got sickness, you've got healthness, if it was healthness, and then you've got fitness, you know, like, like, you know, like, you have to go through that, you know, if you're, if you're getting fucked up by COVID, you know, like, I'm not pretty sure you weren't very much in the fitness continuum of things, you know. Um, and, and every every media example that I see, they find someone who's like, yeah, they don't look not healthy, you know. Like, that, there was an example of that nurse. There was this nurse in America who got COVID and he was like bulked up and shit. And then he got COVID and then he, and then later on he like lost all his muscle mass and all that kind of shit. And I was like, this dude was like at a festival probably dropping eckies and his immunity was probably, you know, through the shitter. Mm. And then he got COVID and then he got fucked up. Like, I don't know, I'm speaking out of line, but I feel like every, like the definitions of health in our society isn't like, it's not healthy. No, you know? it's construed in all sorts of weird ways. Everyone has a different definition of health at the moment. Like mine and your definition of health is going to be very different to the way people are, if they're listening uh, to the media that's going out going out nowadays um, is going to be very different like they they are being told to stay inside to you know only go outside for an hour a day and that this is the thing that they're going to do to protect and, that, and that's probably what happened to Darren this morning you know like yeah, he was exactly he, he probably like in my mind and this is the thing I have to always kind of remind myself of is like like my mum was going she was afraid to go outside and I get it but this guy's probably like fuck there's this Asian dude outside and he's putting COVID everywhere. <laughs> uh, 
with this. There's probably there's probably COVID in his sandbags. Oh, oh fuck off! We've opened the racism door now again. Yeah. Have we? <laughs> it's, ha- it's happening though, man. It's like you know, and and I get like even normal people, man. Like normal people, you you can hide racism, whatever you want, but nationalism, whatever. But there's definitely there's definitely got to be some resentment against Asian people. <laughs> We're seeing a lot of that stuff on the news. There was a lot of attacks, but I don't. I don't hear about that stuff happening anymore. All I hear, all I see and hear about is the people that are protesting, and then the horses coming in on, or the police coming in on horseback, fucking dispensing them like skittles um, from a bowling ball. Like that's all we're seeing now. It ain't fucking. It ain't attacking um, um, ethnic groups anymore. It's just uh, suppression of. The conspiracy theorists. Oh, <laughs> the conspiracy theorists. Uh, okay. Anyway, we've got to go back. we got to go back to health because I, I, I just wanted to drop that bomb that I feel like we're not like health isn't really a consideration. It's more like not sick. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just say not sick. But yeah. But what is what is healthy? Like you know, healthy to me is someone that. Uh, eats well eats within the, a, a, a certain relative number of calories doesn't isn't a fucking super saint all the time enjoys a drink here and there um but 80 percent of the time is eating a, a whole food diet cooking their own meals um going to the the green grocer buying fucking uh, from the butcher and produce like well, if they can if they're living in the city it's fucking hard to produce your own food but maybe growing a few bits and pieces themselves but if not doesn't matter you can still go to the supermarket not buying processed food maybe having a burger at, at, at the odd time um they don't necessarily have a gym membership but they're active and they're active in their work they're active um uh, if they're not if they don't have activity in their work like a, a tradie or someone that's on their feet like a nurse or something like that then they're active outside of their work if they have a sedentary job they go walking they go running they go swimming they go kayaking you know they have um they have spear some, fishing spear fishing <laughs> they have hobbies outside of their bubble we'll say so your bubble can be where you where you live and where you work and the people who you interact with very closely but then they have other stuff and they do something for their minds which is i think we touched on it the last time it's a distraction from your bubble because if you're just going waking up eating going to work coming going home eating again going to sleep and just doing that on repeat that's fucked up because that that is this endless cycle of a monotony where your mental health will go out the fucking window then all of a sudden you're going to be eating shit food because you're, you you don't feel as motivated then it just it slowly collapses so you can have that um cycle of stuff that happens on a daily basis but every so often on a within a day maybe twice in a day there's little offshoots where you go for a walk with people that you don't work with or you you uh, go for a bit of a run or you fucking go spear fishing or you go rock climbing or whatever you you used to do when we weren't fully locked down that to me is health because it's more about the, it's more about your mind than it is about your body you don't have to look like a fucking arnold schwarzenegger or a fucking crossfit chick to be healthy sometimes that's not healthy Sometimes those people are the most unhealthy people, but if your if your mind is clear and your 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 ducks in a row, um, and you're doing your general stuff, that to me is health. Hmm. What do you think? <laughs> what I think is healthy. Yeah. Oh, it's um, yeah, it's it's interesting when you start asking like, what is what is the markers of health? 
Um, and I've often tried to, you know, to answer this, you know, like, like other questions you'd ask is like, how strong is too strong? Mm. You know, what are, what are we working for in, um, in all our training? And I feel like, I feel like you're healthy enough to do what you want to do. You know, like you're not, it just depends what you want to do. You know, like for me, like healthy is if someone goes, Hey, do you want to go snowboarding tomorrow? I the drop of a hat. I could be like, yeah, sick. And it's not gonna, it's not gonna, I'm not gonna just be able to do one day of snowboarding. I might be able to do three or four days of snowboarding, you know, like, um, so that's, yeah, it's, it's just, you know, you're fit for purpose, but I think, I think that we are, you know, as, and this is why I'm, this is probably like really kind of defeatist and stuff, but I feel like our society is just doomed for this. We're doomed to be taken over by robots or, or, you know, the, the, the apes, because at some point the way that we're traveling is that we are pushed. And this is the, this is whole, the whole society thing is that we have deferred our, like, if I was, if I was Dan Andrews and if I was like a politician, yeah, for sure. That the only thing I would think of is a vaccine. It's the silver bullet that you just go, give me your bum hole and, and then, you know, you fix everyone because it's too difficult to try and give people back the responsibility for their health. Because if you give people responsibility for their health and it's almost like we don't need it anymore because like you can sit on the computer, you can, you don't even have to move. Like when you're in lock, like we're in lockdown and everyone's like, oh, it sucks. But you can still get Korean fried chicken. <laughs> you can yeah. still get, you know, and like um, it's so yeah. I think I think health is what you you know what you want from your life, and if you're fit for purpose. But I think a lot of that purpose is kind of is gone. You know, like the fact that we have to tell people, hey, go get your ten thousand steps. You know, like it's crazy. Like you know, like when, um, you know, if you try to explain immunity to people, you know, like. Immunity is, you know, your your body's ability to fight, fight off foreign, you know, foreign things. I'm, I'm not a doctor, right? But when I was in Kathmandu, the healthiest people that I saw weren't the people putting Purell all over their fucking hands every every meal. It was the kids that were walking around in chicken shit, you know? Mm. Now, if you have too much chicken shit, you're probably going to get really fucking sick. But in the right doses, this is good. Now you can't explain that. You can't put that as a public policy. You can't put that as a, all right, guys, get a little bit dirty. You know. Like, yeah, I know. because some will take a charlatan. He's a yeah, hippie. and and that's like you know ideas. Ideas are really powerful, but they're not always. Which goes back to what we were going to talk about today, which was like restrictive diets. Is that you can sell an idea, and ideas will work for a while, but then at some point you need to take it to being less of an idea and maybe more about knowledge and understanding and i think i think you your man julian pinot talks about this you know that when you move from having the student relationship student is that what he talks about like the student teacher relationship to being someone who's like quite paternal to a person Hmm. to that person to both people exploring and understanding themselves you know I think that's what he talks about. I don't know. You have to, like he's he's just really eloquent in how he says it. Yeah, he's he's a good way of putting things. But it, it, it's what what to, to kind of shorten uh, it down. Like Julian is a is a, a fitness mentor of mine, and and obviously yours a bit as well. You followed a fair bit of him. But I suppose it, to boil it down to a, a sentence, how he will coach or teach us or me or how I've been taught. He's like, I will 
I will take you to the top of the mountain, but I'm not fucking carrying you. Yeah. You know, um, he, so he wants the idea of, and the, the way he would teach us, if I remember correctly, and it's, it's the way I like it as well. It's like, he doesn't make us dependent on it. You know, the way you get, you, you have sometimes clients where they, they question everything, even the simplest things. Like if you give them as much information as you feel is necessary for them to get through a workout, okay, this is the A's, this is the B's, this is the C's, now go at it. Now before they've even attempted something, they're asking more questions. But you're like, you're asking questions without even attempting something first. So you, you need to become more aware of yourself, more aware of what you're doing. Um, does that feel right to you? Does, that, does, it, does it look right to you? Um, and if it's not, well, then let's let's question. It. But question yourself first. Why am I not? Why am I not feeling this correctly? You know. And, yeah. and he wants you to become a more aware student. So then you won't need your sensei anymore because you are so aware of yourself and how you're doing things. And this is not only in in fitness, but it's in fucking life. You know, you're aware of what you're doing so you can make your next decision smarter. Will it be the right one? Probably yes, probably no. Who gives I a fuck? I, I still don't know what I'm doing. That's okay. But like, yeah. what do they always say? The, the more mistakes you make, the better you fucking... What is it? You make, the more, make more mistakes. I don't I know. I think where the, person who's, the person who's successful just made more mistakes. That's maybe. The, yes, that's what maybe, I'm trying to say. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, you, you gotta fuck up a lot because the more you fuck up, the more you learn. If you're if you're always winning, what are you actually learning? Because you, you, people just celebrate wins, but when you fuck up, you look and you're like, ah, oh, what did I, how did that go wrong for me there now? Um, yeah. And then you you will learn something from that. So if you're always winning through life, well, f- good luck to you. Happy days. I'm delighted for you. Um, yeah, I'm not a winner. <laughs> I know some people who are. I know some people who are. They just seem to win all the time. Bastards. Yeah, I know, but. Darren, Darren's a winner. <laughs> Fuck Darren. Fuck Darren. But yeah, it is okay. Okay, off that topic. Off that topic. Yeah, we're, we're done with that. We'll move on. We'll roll on. We'll, we'll move on. Moving on. Yeah. Will we go on to our, what we were, ta- we were going to talk about with the dieting and stuff like that? Ooh. Naughty. This is a hectic Naughty. one. Now, I'm just going to put a word. disclaimer out there. I'm no fucking nutritionist. Um, I don't know about you, Alex, but all I know is a little bit of common sense, I suppose. Um, I don't look. I don't think you need a nutritionist per se. Like you know, like do you need to be a uh, do you need to be a, a scientist that understands oil and petrol when you put petrol in your car? Yeah, you just need to need to not be a dumbass and don't overfill it. You know, I put need that, to, you, you need to know whether it's ninety one, ninety six, or diesel. Yes, <laughs> that's it. Yes, that's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> Yeah. Don't, don't fuck that up. Don't do what one of my fucking members done twice in a week. Put diesel into his petrol car. Fuck. <laughs> Tom LeGrice, if you're listening, I've called you out. <laughs> Which is cheaper? Which is cheaper? Fuck yes. it. Oh, Give God. me that one. Yeah. <laughs> Fill her up. Fill her up. Yeah, but I, I, I made a, a couple of posts over the last week or two on my Facebook uh, regarding restrictive dieting and, um, you know, making, giving examples around restrictiveness. And I suppose the point I was trying to make is people jump on diets probably not fully understanding them. They'll see some one of their friends doing a vegan diet, doing the paleo, doing keto, ketosis, or keto, ketogenic diet, or that's when you're in ketosis is when you're in 
Oh fucking never mind. Um, yeah, yeah. But, but they'll they'll have heard about someone that's out and they're like, oh fucking, Karen has lost fucking ten kilos in ten days doing this fucking whatever diet. I'm gonna keep the crack. But hold on now, why was Karen doing it in the first place? And I don't yeah, pick the name Karen now. Karen and Darren. 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 Why Karen Darren doing? <laughs> well, like why is why is Karen done that in the first place? Has Karen started the paleo diet because she has figured out that she has some sort of an intolerance to food? Like she has an intolerance to grains and she's slowly eliminating foods because that's the thing what paleo was, first of all. It's about balancing your hormones. Um, and if you've some issues with grains and wheats and, and whatnot, you, you, you remove them from your diet. And people had, have had great results, but it was a health thing first. It wasn't a fat loss thing. It was, a, it was about, I need to get my body back on track. And then there was other people were like, oh, fucking, the, the, the CrossFit scene jumped on it. Let's fucking, let's go caveman with paleo. Um, and it kind of took off. And then people kind of started using it as a weight loss thing. And then, it, like, I don't know, it, it's, it's still out there. It's still a, a diet protocol that's far, far, um, followed. But that guy that kind of pushed it, Rob Wolf, has even altered Rob it. Wolf. Remember him? Yeah. Yeah, he has, yeah, yeah. The, he, the OGs of CrossFit. The OGs. Mother. The OGs of the paleo, the paleolithical diet. He has even retracted some of the things from his original book um, and said, yeah, listen, at the time it was right, but now I understand that, it, you know, it, it's, it's different to the one I taught. You know, so, like, understand if you're going to... But that's how you sell books as well. I feel, I feel like you've also got to understand that that's, like, a lot of that shit is... If I was to create a book called the the kind of diet, and it was like the common sense diet, yeah. you know, like maybe see how you feel with this. Maybe you don't need so much. Like these are the principles of you know. It, it doesn't sell. Like it yeah. doesn't sell. You know? Do you know there's a diet out there that is a fucking common sense diet and it's been there for fucking years? The Zone Diet, Barry Sears. Okay. Man, this sh- I I used to when I was on the cruise ships like 12, 13 years ago. We used to sell this detox supplement and a and a fucking what was the other thing, a fitness plan and nutritional plan. And the nutritional plan was this block system, which was Barry Sears, and all it was was pretty much a, um, an early version of tracking your macros. There was no elimination of any foods. You could eat whatever the fuck you want, but there was blocks of protein, there was blocks of carbohydrates, there was blocks of fats. You were eating peanut butter, you were eating bread, you were fucking having beer, there was fucking meat in there, there was vegetables, there was spuds, there was everything. There was nothing off limit. There was like, I can remember, because it was, it was in America, I was working it out, and there was like peanut butter, jelly, uh, Oreos, they were all in this fucking diet as well. It, it just had to fit into your blocks, pretty much like people track their macros nowadays. And it's just common fucking sense. Don't be a fucking dickhead when you're eating. Don't overeat. And the blocks kept you within a kind of a zone, or um, within a, a bracket of what you could have for your protein, carbs, and fats. Magic. And that's been around for fucking, I think that book came out maybe 20, 25 years ago. Um, and the stuff is still relevant today. We're still well, just, doing- I, feel, I feel like you should self-restrict based on your own ideas rather than someone else's ideas. Yes. You know? Yes. Because I think that's the that's the that's the thing. Well, like I, you have to you you are taking personal responsibility for what you put in your mouth, and yep. you know at thirty six, I think I'm thirty six. I keep forgetting. Um, I still you know I'm still kind of figuring that stuff out. You know, um, like 
probably shouldn't eat so much broccoli anymore because I fart like a like a beast on broccoli. Exactly, and it's you know it, it, broccoli is classed as a healthy food, but you eat yeah. too much fucking broccoli, you're fuck, you're single for the rest of your life. Dude, my broccoli farts were epic. <laughs> they, but they were no, nah, it wasn't even that, bro. They were like they were like full symphonies. Oh like Jesus! Like, like, I was like. <laughs> Mm. I was like, oh, that's it, it's almost comical at one point. Like they weren't mm. stinky, you know, they aren't like stinky ones, but they were, yeah. they were fairly impressive. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you got to figure it out yourself. Like I'm all for people trying something. Like I, fucking go for paleo, try it. Go for keto, try it. Go for fucking be a vegan, try it. See how it works for you. But understand that you know you gotta if you're gonna go, give it a go. Give it a solid crack. Don't be in and out, you know, vegan. Oh, you know, I'll be vegan during the week, but at the weekend I'm having a burger. No, yeah. no, it doesn't fucking work like that, buddy. You know, and the same way with ketosis. Like, you, you can't fucking decide to fucking eat chips at the weekend because, like, you know, oh, I just fucking love some, you know, something, some carbohydrates. You know, like, it doesn't work that way. You've got to give it a solid crack and figure out what, it, what works for you. Um, Stan Everstein used to say this the whole time, or used to, he's still alive. Uh, he says this, compliance is the science. Every diet works as long as you stick to it. Compliance is the science. Simple, you know? Um, and the, the, way, the way I try and work with people now when I think you, you're similar is just fucking eat normal. Eat normal food. But what's normal to people? They're like, oh, fuck, I don't really know what normal is. And fucking normal might be KFC and Hungry Jacks and, and fucking a pizza at the weekend. Okay, well... You can still eat those food, foods, and you can probably lose weight, but if you restrict your calories to a, a certain amount for your bo- current body weight and sex and age and height, you will get you to lose weight. Is that the healthiest food you can put in your, in your, in your body? Probably not. It's like putting you know, diesel into a petrol car. It'll run, but not as well as it should. Um, but you can still eat pizza, you can still have burgers, but we just slowly add in over time different foods like make make a steak now and again fucking have some have some rabbit food do you know it's 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 up to you but you can still lose weight on a shitty diet as long as you're not eating overeat is the blood and guts of it yeah i think awareness like awareness adjustment and then accountability is the uh you know is probably the key you know if you're not aware of it then you probably can't adjust it and then you can't adjust it if no one's going to be like booting your ass booting you in the bumhole for not you know that's right but it's complicated man like it's 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 complex that's a very simple idea and you know as a you know we've been doing the nutrition thing at the gym probably about well you know as part of the program and i'm saying the gym loosely because we haven't been open for the last year but um you know you, you do these all these nutrition courses and you try and figure out all the fucking you know all the different um body types and all the things that um all the the vitamins that are in all these things and at the end of the day you're just like it just comes down to hey man what are you eating yeah. oh yep cool go into online figure out how much they should be eating based on what they're doing and how much they're exercising okay well let's just log this stuff because if i gave you a meal plan and you were you know you're struggling with motivation to get to the gym there's no chance in hell you're going to stick to the meal plan like i think all the other things that are what I like, like someone's come up to me about, about having, you know, getting shakes before. And I'm like, yeah, cool. You know, like if, if you were, 
if you need something that is just that takes out that element of and this is this is where i maybe don't disagree i don't always completely agree with everyone on like restrictive diets or or shakes or whatever is that i remember when it's just what what works for you and what your goals are but like we're always as health coaches always kind of like or fitness coaches i don't know it sounds wanky but we're always trying to impart our knowledge on people you know like we want you to be able to understand yourself and be a better human being but really if it's just someone's trying to trying to shred for their wedding i'm like fuck yeah go on the shakes because like i remember there was a coach in london who was like chongy you're a fat ass you need you you have a shitty relationship with food and you've got to re-establish your relationship like he was just this hard ass like endurance coach and he's like you have to go was it the vertical was the vertical diet? no not the vertical diet it was something else anyway it was this diet that all you had was shakes like you just got protein shakes all the time but it did kind of recalibrate myself like because i just had this thing with um every time i was like every time i finished training i need to have some food every time like, it was 10 o'clock i needed to have some food and then i went on this diet which was a shake diet and it just totally changed the way I look at food. Like foods, like I was allowed one meal a day, one meal a week, which wasn't what? shakes. One meal a week, which wasn't shakes. And I was like, oh, but I think we generally like, this is kind of a big meta discussion. Like I've done all the diets you've talked about. And like now the understanding is it goes awareness, accountability, whatever. But we can't, I don't think it's good for us to force, if someone's got a goal in mind and they just want to get shredded for their wedding, I'm like, well, the fastest way for you to probably do it is just drink salt water and go for long, slow walks and just not eat anything for, you know, the longest fast is 360 days. But is that something that it's going to help you later on down the track? Probably not. But yeah, so I, I'm, I'm really on the camp of like, it depends. It depends what the person wants to do. I like compliance, um, you know, what their mental, you know, what their mental attitude is at the time. Um, and yeah so i don't know like i wish i had that answer you know like the the keto diet is the best diet or the paleo diet is the best diet but it just all depends on what your goals are who you are as a person um yeah 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 my 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 solution is don't be a fat cunt in the first place (laughs) (laughs) bro but you know but i know i know some of us aren't genetically gifted like yourself. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I know, but some fucking people eat like assholes as well. Like you know, it's 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 it's. Comedy. See, like the keto, the keto diet's not good for me because mm. I love fat. Like I can smash, I yeah, I can smash chicken thighs all day long. And be like ooh, I'm at five thousand calories. <laughs> yeah, um, and the thing is, it's. When it comes down to like you know someone wanting to lose weight for their wedding and and you know wanting the quick fix that that's a problem with our industry. There's so there's so many offers of the quick fix that people believe. Okay, well I I can leave it till the last minute to lose all this weight because I, I have six weeks to my wedding or if I have three months to my wedding and I need to lose. 20 30 kilos i can do this i can do this because i've seen it everywhere else and i've seen all the promises and six weeks abs and four week fucking anal injections i don't know what the fuck whatever they're called but it's 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 that's what i hate about our industry because it's, it's it's bullshit it's it's all these promises and even with with some of these diets they have been twisted into you know quick fixes as well 
These are all the legitimate reason ways to get healthy, legitimate nutritional protocols to improve you as a human. But they've been manipulated and battered down and twisted and packaged up as this wonder drug or wonder pill or wonder wonder diet that will you the, you, you start this and in three weeks you're going to be fucking slim jim and happy days but the reality is your life is a constant battle with what's around you which your which your in, internal stuff i think a lot of people don't just wake up in the morning and they're fat and, and people just don't wake up in the morning and decide oh i want to be fat and start eating it's normally some shit that's happened in your life. A fucking a ridiculous breakup. Fucking some a childhood traumas. Like something that pandemic. you're... Pandemic. Pan fucking demic. Some now, sort of trauma. I'm getting thick. <laughs> <laughs> some sort of trauma has happened in your life somewhere along the line where you've decided to self-sabotage. And that might be you turning to the fucking... Uh, to the cakes or fucking secluding yourself away, isolating yourself away from the rest of the world and just being like, this is me. This is what I'm going to do. And, and you're moving away from the, the person that you want to be. Um, and then you're because there's always that thing in the back of your mind that oh you know if I want to change I can if I want it's, it's easy but then you try and you're like oh fuck this is a lot harder than I thought and what happens you slip back down the fucking rabbit hole and the next time you go further down you go further away from it now you did the, you do that and repeat for about 30 years like you ain't gonna be fucking losing that weight in six weeks or six months or even a fucking year it's going to fucking take time. It's psychological warfare that you're playing then. It's not about the battle with the food or the fridge or the convenience. It's like, it's you slipping back down into that fucking, into the comfortable zone where you're familiar, where you're happy. Because at the moment, the person you want to be seems so fucking far away that to even take one step in that direction is unfamiliar territory. And a lot of people don't want to take that step. Because they're afraid, they're comfortable in their, in their own. It's not the uncomfortable in their uncomfortableness. It's they're, they're comfortable where they are, and it's you know they can hide away, and they can put a shield of food up there, and oh this makes me feel better. That dopamine rush. Ah, oh, I feel good. Oh, I feel bad again. You know more, more, more whatever it is that give me that dopamine rush. So that's the cycle we gotta break. Fuck the quick fix things. And how do you break it? With How a fucking sledgehammer, Alex, with a fucking sledgehammer. Sometimes people have to be told the fucking extreme truth and be like, motherfucker, how long did it take you to gain that weight? Oh, four years. So the, when you were four, four years ago, um, you were a certain weight, you were where you were. What, what happened back then? Yeah, but I can't sell. I can't sell the six-month COVID shred program, all right? God, <laughs> you can if you get to the, the 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 root cause to why that person is unhappy the way they are. Because yeah. we, it just it, it's not you're you're not gonna tell someone they need to lose weight because they're gonna be healthy. That that means nothing. You you gotta bring a person to where their fucking pain is, and and understand why that pain is there, and then make them get them to make the fucking decision that they want to make that change. Yeah, wow. So that, and that's that's what it is. It's fucking the gym. Or the gym's not open at the moment. Is not the problem. It's people's fucking pain. Ooh, we're leading into waiting for the gym to open. Yeah. <laughs> Good segue. Good yeah, I segue. Know. I know. It's like, it's like I've done this before. Yeah, and I think it always goes down to mindset. Like, you know, why are you doing things? Um, and purpose. You know, purpose is huge. Yeah. But 
you know, but it, it all comes down to, I think that there's so many dials that you can, that you can fiddle with, you know, like, are you someone who's goal driven? Are you someone who's task driven? Um, you know, if, if I think like if, if that person who was, if, if losing weight was easier than stuffing your face, we'd all be shredded, you know, like it's yeah. so easy to, um, it's so easy to get a hold of, um, of food now, you know, so and food and food has been hacked to make us eat more so it, it, look, I think I think it's it's a lot of it is a stack like there's a lot of cards stacked against people but you know you've got to look at the mindset of of why people are doing certain things you know and and you know from that point of view you can attack it from you know finding pain is probably more motivating than you know if, if you look at kind of behavioral psychology and stuff you know we're more where like pain is probably more motivating than than pleasure you know like stop the pain from happening rather than here you can be super happy you know we're we're all more averse to like losing something than gaining something so if i'm like hey you know and as an example like hey i'll give you a million dollars to lose weight it's probably less motivating than hey i'm gonna take your house away if you don't lose weight absolutely you know you're probably more motivated from that point of view but um waiting for the gym to open yeah. are you waiting for the gym to open bro oh, yeah, i am i'm waiting six months <laughs> but i'm doing other stuff as well the weight continues the weight continues like it. that's the big question uh, the most common question i've been asked by my clients and by other people that are looking to join the gym um my thing is what are you waiting for you know, and that's I, if anyone's seen my daily crack today, I went off a little bit on, on people. It's like, um, did you? Yes. Did you get angry? Nah, not at all. Not angry. No, no, you know me. I don't get angry. I just get yeah. like. Oh, I'll say you get angry. <laughs> a little bit prickly. A little bit prickly. <laughs> a little bit thorny. <laughs> yeah, but you, the, the, listen, the gyms will reopen, but the the reason, or what am I saying? People, will they? Will they? <laughs> well, no, they will. They will. But it's going to be a fucking long time before they're back to the normal way they were. A fucking long time. Where people can just walk in at their own at their own accord and just train whenever they want. That's a long way off. That's a long way off. People, but, people inside doing heavy stuff and, ex- and working physically. Mm, like construction. Like, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, fuck. We're only spending an hour in a in a confined space. Those guys spend all day. Come on, bro. Come on. Come on the, now. Where's the realism? Where's the fucking realism? Yeah. I know. Anyway. anyway, dude, that's another argument for another day. But yeah. um, I think at the moment, um, I, I've I've come across this a lot. People asking about the gym because they're waiting for the gym to open so they take action, and that's bollocks like you're 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 removing the responsibility from yourself and you're putting it onto um an inanimate a distant object and you can it allows you to blame the system that you're gaining weight or that you're not healthy or you're not fit oh well i couldn't because the gym isn't open bull fucking shit you've got two pins under your under your hips that allow you to move around and, and be active and you can walk if you don't want to run so what's your um I think I think part of the problem is people are waiting for an answer but what is the you know instead of I feel like what is the what what's your suggestion for people to cuz I think when you say just do something that's quite broad okay. you know it's quite what are your uh your thoughts on what someone should do every day to you know go back to what we we talked about at the start be healthy 
Can't they? Yeah. Well, well, the number one thing is that most people are lacking is being outside in the sunshine to get vitamin fucking D. Oh, and speaking of vitamin D, I'm just going to grab the supplements. Yeah, get, get, get it into you. Like, that, that is number my number one. My number one simplest thing. And I don't give a shit if it's just you standing on your balcony for 10 minutes facing into the sun or you actually go to the park or whatever the fuck. Oh, it's so funny. Guys, get outside. It is amazing because I used to work in the corporate world and it's taken like 36 years to figure this stuff out. Go outside. Just fucking go outside. That's so underestimated. Like that's your, you know, you getting up in the morning, getting outside for a quick walk, even if it's overcast. There's still sun. There's UV rays coming down through those clouds, uh, hitting you. That's f- number one, resetting your circadian rhythm, so you're going to get a better night's sleep that night. Number two, you're you're absorbing that vitamin D, um, which is going to boost your immune system. Apparently, vitamin D as well is a, a, a or is the UV rays actually fucking kills COVID dead if it's in the fucking air. Now I'm not the one that's fucking saying that's fact, but it, it, like. It boosts your immune system. Vitamin D boosts your immune system. That's one step to being healthier. Bro, you're gonna be you're gonna be a conspiracy theorist soon, mate. They're gonna why? Gonna what am I? What, how? No, no. How? How is this a conspiracy theory? I'm just. This, we nothing, need vaccines. We need is, vaccines. This has nothing to do with COVID. This is what people should be doing anyway. Fucking ten years ago. Fucking ten years from now. Um, you get outside it's a stupid statistic that fucking set, like over 70% of Melburnians are vitamin D deficient and then it's it's even higher over in the states it's like fucking almost 80% of the Americans the Americans Americans are vitamin D deficient and, and why why is that because people do nothing but go from their where they live into a car get to an office space stay inside get back into a car drive home if they get any sun exposure during the day they're lucky they're lucky and there's there's a few food groups that we have that contain vitamin d but the best way to get it is to get sun exposure itself mm. you know so that's that's my number one thing that's my first step for fucking being healthy i feel like i feel like though the you know being healthy is it's such a you know we you know i i said i like kind of copped out like it's food for purpose but really if we were to look at a product of what we're selling as fitness coaches it's you know like it's um it's getting abs it's having biceps it's being shredded you know like that's the shit that that we sell is walking you know people waiting for this like if like people went to the gym and the gym was just you know would make you look like a fat slob but you were healthy people wouldn't go like people go there because they have this this idea now people are waiting because they're like you know all of us are getting a little covid thick now you've said walking but i don't think walking is really going to get people to you know people want that answer so walking is one thing i think walking is definitely the baseline but what's the you know people want to get thicker like not like Uh, like, not like winter thick but muscle thick like what can someone do to get thicker to get muscle thick yeah to get toned i'm gonna use that word you know, like I'm not, I'm not getting into that word. Like I think, like the coach is like, oh, someone wants to get toned. That's like losing fat a bit. Like fuck it, someone wants to get toned, let them get toned. But what is, what is someone, what can someone do to build muscle while gyms aren't open? Okay, well, you. What are the, what are the principles? The principles. Well, walking isn't going to tone you up, but you can walk yourself lean. That is for sure. 
But if you want to basically, so the principles of building muscle are tone is building muscle. That's what tone is. You're fucking, you're putting extra muscle on your body so it looks better. Uh, it's sculpting. So how do we build muscle? We put that muscle under tension. How can we do that without a gym? We gotta, if, if, if it's a chest muscle, we gotta push something away, like the ground. If it's the leg muscles, we gotta squat down to the bottom of the squat and stand back up again. Do those sort of things multiple times. Then we can add some sort of a weighted or resistance device, like a rubber band or a fucking sandbag. Sandbag, uh, kayak. Kayak, <laughs> listen, how, how do, like you, I'm from a farm back at home. My dad is 70 years of age. If you fucking shake his hand, he'll fucking break your hand. And it's not that he's trying to break your hand. It's because his fucking grip is so strong. Now, he doesn't go to the gym. How is he so strong? Farm strong. Farm strong. Because he's, he's moving his body. He's lifting odd objects all the time. Heavy things, light things, misshapen things. He works with machinery. He has developed his own strength. And he's lean. He, he, he's like me, but just a few gray hairs. That's all. Um, so we can take that same principle. We, we um, define our fitness by that like hour we spend in the gym or you know that what we do to develop muscle and whatnot. It's, we have to work very, very hard. But if you were to reduce that amount of work or reduce that intensity, Oh, I've, and got I've got someone at the, the door. Sorry. That's all right, yeah. You keep, you keep going, I'll keep talking. It, re re remove that amount of it and just work like a farmer. Do Hello. small loads often. You're going to get stronger. You're going to build oh, You're going to build muscle because there's no way you're not. You're putting this repetitive stress on the muscle fibers on the body that requires change. If you don't put stress on the body in some way, shape or form, it, it won't change. It won't um, adapt. So that's what we do. And that's what we do when we're in the gym. Um, and we're, that's the reason why we lift weights. And, and that's the, there's certain ways, that certain protocols that we have to take to make the muscle strong. But we're applying stress and resistance to that muscle in order to make it bigger and stronger so we can do bigger and heavier loads the next time. And that's, that's kind of your, your bodybuilding 101. So the gym isn't open. What's your squats? Or sorry, with your your walks, you're doing squats. You got it. You got to drop your ass to the ground and stand fucking back up. So if you've not done squats before, you're gonna start like just doing body weight squats. In a in a week or two's time, a hundred body weight squats, two hundred body weight squats is gonna be easy because you've already adapted. Then you add some weight. You add a fucking sandbag. You add um, fucking rubber bands. It is what it is. So that's that's my one on one. Who's that? You oh, it's just the delivery. You just um, yeah. you just start moving. Just start moving, but not just walking. Fucking do pull-ups, do push-ups, do squats. Job done. Okay. So what's the... Because um, I think that's always been one of the challenges is, the, is delivering the stimulus to someone's um, mind. You know, what are they trying to feel? And I think for like, you know, like, it, is, it, is it hard? Do something hard every day. Yeah. <laughs> You know that that that's challenging. <laughs> Shit, yeah. This none of this stuff is easy. It's all going to be challenging. But it's are you are you if are you up for it? Are you are you ready? Because if if you want to make a change, but you're not up for the challenge, well then you're you're not ready. Like like don't waste people's time. <laughs> pretty much, fucking get up and get about it. Because I can 
I can bring you to the... What is it? I can bring a horse to water. I can bring you to the water, but I can't fucking make you drink. So it's like, it's like we can, we can d create the, big, the best package in the world. We can have the fucking fanciest gyms in the world. But that doesn't mean a motherfucker is going to go in there and do the fucking work that's required. It's, it's, it's on the person. And that's people were getting people were getting lean and strong before before CrossFit. Yes, they were. Yes, they were. Mm. Before before barbells, they were still getting fit and strong. Milo, Milo, the the, the story of Milo, you know. Tell that story. Thing, oh, it's just the. It's a, I don't know. It's not. It's a, I've got a pretty shit telling of the story, but it's just this Greek dude that just kept lifting his bull. Yeah. Bull kept getting bigger. He kept getting more jacked. That's exactly it. Find a bull, guys. Find a bull. Put him on your shoulders and walk Put for him a quarter mile. <laughs> yeah, walk ah. for a quarter mile. Quarter mile, sweet, love it. Yeah. So. Well, I think I think I think that's the thing, right? Like everyone's waiting for the gym to open, but no one, you know. I think that's where the value of having a coach is. You know, I've had coaches all like information's free, and like right now, I'm telling everyone, you know, like I can wrap this all up in an idea, guys. The and, and people will get strong. This is what I used to get kind of jacked, like just hung up on, is trying to create that perfect program for someone, all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. But it's not about creating a perfect program, it's just about giving someone an idea that they do consistently. So if I'm like, hey guys, the, you know, the COVID challenge is 100 squats with a 30 kilo sandbag and 100 strict presses with a 30 kilo sandbag and 100 rows and 100 whatevers, you know, Someone is going to, everyone who does that throughout the duration of COVID, by the end of it, will have done well over 6 million sandbag things. And do you think you're going to look like someone who's done that? Absolutely. Is the 100, the 100 challenge that I just made up the only way to do it? Probably not, but people need that. People need someone to just go, hey, this is the path, man. This is the, yep. you know, and, and that's kind of the... I used to get really hung up on that as a, as a coach with, you know, with the group programming, you know, I was like, oh, how do I make this program perfect for the group? And really, I just couldn't, you know, like there's so many other facets to it, mindset, nutrition, but I don't think, you know, like, but now we've, I've given, we've given you that. I think people had a, most people who were waiting for the gym had an excuse before because they were waiting and they didn't have any answers, but now you have an answer. Mm -hmm. You got to walk 10,000 steps. You got to, I would suggest adding like 30 kilos into a backpack because you burn 50% more calories. Hashtag ruck walking. The best. Yeah. up. <laughs> I would suggest foam rolling your calves every day if you do that. Mm -hmm. um, and then doing Chongi's 100 squat, 100 COVID challenge. There you go. There you it, go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Answers given. Answers given. And go, I mean, go forth and get shredded. Yeah. It's. Just down to the accountability. Oh, track your food. Track your food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, giddy up, giddy up. Yeah. I think when you do when you do start doing the um, when you do get a little bit more in depth in your tracking, you do start understanding that certain food types are going to be much harder to achieve your goals. Like you can eat Korean fried chicken, but you can only eat it once a day. <laughs> That's so you best make it the best day, the best 10 minutes of your day. Yes, exactly. But yeah, you, you, you can only eat once a day and that's all you can eat for that day. <laughs> but 
so good. Yeah, I know, I know. But yeah, that's yeah the beauty of tracking. It's it's not to fucking be a bane of your life that you have to do forever. It's just to bring awareness to what you're fucking putting in your mouth. That's all the tracking is about. Mm. Simple as, simple as. Here we go. Yeah. What, are you, what do you reckon, Mister um, Alex? Will we fucking wrap it at that for today? Are we wrapping? Are we wrapping? Oh yeah, sweet. Absolutely. You can. We can wrap up there. It's good. It's, um, it's, it, We've just given people the answer, the answer to getting shredded during COVID. Yeah, it, it is, and it's it, it's 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 very simple. But if you do, okay, and furthermore, like I think everyone's missing um, weight and stuff at the moment. Hmm. So if you are missing weight, well, I'm like everyone's like, oh, go buy a sandbag. You don't even need to buy a sandbag. Everyone's got that real shitty, like that real shitty backpack that they yep. haven't used for the last you know 20 years just you know oh osprey backpacks by the way are epic they're so strong but you just go to bowens or you go to bunnings and you just order you know wash sand eight dollars for 20 kilos you don't have to you don't have to buy you know you don't have to buy like heavy weights from anywhere just you know fill up a bag a backpack bag that you know you backpack around europe with fill it up with sand because you're probably never going to use it again and you know use it to get strong you know shit yeah it's got handles it's got you know and then and guess what it can get heavier you know you can just add it's like pre-workout just have two more scoops every single time just (laughs) just add two more scoops of sand and you'll just get stronger and fitter like it's this idea i've been kind of playing with is yeah you know i i almost want to there's a temptation for me to kind of do an online program that's like about sandbags do it yeah do it. And it's you've fun. Been, Sandbags are fun. You've heard you just it keep here. adding two scoops every every week. Just yeah. add two scoops. Fucking, you've heard it here first, folks. Alex yeah. Chungy yeah. sucking sandbag challenge. Sandfit. Sandfit. Yeah, man. Hashtag two more scoops. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it. Hey, it'll work. It'll work. So do it. Mm. Do it. it. Do it. Sick man. Well, well, thank you for uh, thank you for the the podcast again. Giddy up. Oh, a lot more to be, a lot oh. more to come, a lot more to come, folks. This is our. Are they legit sandbags? Oh, okay. Sorry, I bought a canvas sandbag from Four Wheel Drive, and I thought, like, you know, just just because I was going to use twenty kilo, like it was just a light twenty kilo sandbag. Mm-hmm. We shredded that thing in like a like a, a session. It broke. Okay. So, highly recommend that you go to mantafitness.com.au and buy buy the sandbags there because. Sorry, sorry, Ben, for trying to buy cheap sandbags. <laughs> just, yeah. but I, honestly, those sandbags are worth their, their their cost, man. They are like, they they're indestructible. They're the tits. Yeah, I've I my I've got a fucking shitload of them at my gym, and like we use them when when we were open on a fucking daily basis, and they are bulletproof, fucking bulletproof. Yeah, dude, they're legit. Like I was like, I was like, oh, I just want to, I just want a thirty kilo one because I don't want to buy like, but fuck, I've already shredded this sandbag that cost me like thirty bucks. Mm. It was a canvas bag, so I would highly recommend that you just spend. <laughs> don't be cheap like me, and spend the uh, bit additional money. Yeah. yeah. Two oh, more scoops. Two more scoops. All right, two, two scoops. scoops. <laughs> <laughs> okay, boys and germs, that's it for um, this. Uh, uh, was it? I was going to say inject and juicy. The crack pit part three, over and under. Part three. <laughs> <So> <laughs> Video. Team.